0: I was so impressed last week when we took our, our trip to Battle Creek. Yeah. Seeing yeah. the spirit of prophecy and how God moved His humble servant and the entire group of 700 Adventist pioneers. These are things which stick in people's mind but especially when I went there I could feel it in my heart that this movement and this church no matter what is going through the storm and is going to make through until the sky burst out and just appear on the cloud of heaven so today I want to talk about the faith of Jesus and is uh, the the word faith is a heavy word, and it has a lot of, uh, of 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 unity within itself. And as you look through chain through down the edges of people, holy men who lived, they were people of faith. They were not known in the Bible unless. They had faith that connected with God, so they were characters in the Bible and were known as people who had faith. So let's have a word of prayer before we start this topic. Our Father in heaven, we come to you, Lord. I submit myself to you. This is your church. And the people who are here today, they are your people. And we pray for those who are outside there. Because have people everywhere. Ladies, as we try to go through this subject, come down and speak to us so we can hear your voice. In just name we pray. Amen. The word faith has been in chain with the old people. When you come to the time of Ebo, he believed God and his faith was not in words but his faith was in action. When his father narrated the story of his expulsion out of the Garden of Eden and he could see the garden because if you look down the spirit of prophecy the Garden of Eden stayed close to the time of flood that when it was taken to heaven. And it was, God kept it there as a witness and as a testimony. That once upon a time, the Adam and Eve were innocent. And they had favor with God. But they were taken out of the Garden of Eden. Yet, they were not shut out of the mess, grace, and favor of God. But they were given direction that somebody has to take the penalty. And their faith was taken to action. They had to offer a lamb. Putting their hand on top of the lamb to confess their sin. Transferring their iniquity to the lamb. And then sacrifice the lamb. So faith was in action. So genuine faith has to take a believer to action. His life has to be affected by his faith. So if I say I trust Jesus, I believe him, my life has to be twisted to walk and talk and behave as a believer of Christ. Being said, just saying that I believe in the Son, the Father and the Holy Ghost, and then walk away and live however you want, is not faith. We'll find it. Because even Satan believes that God exists. Does he, his faith, affect his life? That's the second question. So, I want to take you to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, and verse 7. We will deal with this one verse today. And where we will end, I will leave it there. By faith. Noah being warned of God of things not seen yet. Moved with fear. The word fear here is used as moving with fear. Obedience. Believing and grasping what he had from God. And he moved in compliance with the word of God. Prepared an act to the saving of his house. By the which he he condemned the world. And became heir of the righteousness which is by what? By faith. So when Noah received the instruction from God to prepare something which no one has ever done, which no one had ever seen, and he, he has never seen a rain before, but God is speaking to him that I will destroy every beast. And whoever is not according to God's requirement, he moved by believing Acting, standing firm on what he had from God Himself. He was mocked. People laughed at him. He was treated as a fanatic. He was treated as an old foolish man. He was treated with all kinds of words. And the generation that you were, were those giant, intelligent people. They didn't have disease like what you have today. They lived longer because the earth was in its infancy. So Noah re- received all kind of reboots, all kind of problems, yet because of his faith and his right connection with God, He moved. Unstoppable until his faith through God's grace he accomplished the ministry that God gave him. So today a preacher or today a believer has to move despite of being laughed at, monked, fanatic, sects, all kinds of names. Yet the believer moves unstoppable. Believing because the one who say is God, and God say I change not, and whatever I utter out of my mouth, my mouth will come true. So this is the faith that is is, is 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 has to be grasped by believer and move. People will see you as a stranger. Friend will despise you. They will put you aside, you will be by yourself, you will be like unliked, you are not needed. Yet, the faith of Jesus say, move forward. Because the one who says so is not a human being, it is God himself. So let's see this one verse. Let's go to this book, Patrick and Prophet, page 95, 96. We'll read a few quotes over here today. While Noah was giving his warning, uh, warnings, message to the world, his works tef- testified of his sincerity. His works stes- uh, it was thus that his faith was perfected and made evident. So he believed and through him constructing an immense boat that no one has ever done showed that Noah is really believing what he says so today if I stand before people and they say I'm a Christian the first question is do I resemble like Christ or I want to say I'm a believer yet I'm moving forward with my old life he gave the word and Example of believing just what God says. All that he possesses, he invented in the ark. So his life was to show that he, God has directed me to build an ark. And I have to obey. Because the one who says so is God. And let me tell you this, brothers and sisters. This need, a theme, a solid rock, faith. Because all those friends that you were will leave you. As he began to construct the immense boat on dry ground, multitude came from every direction to see the stranger's sight and to hear the earnestly, fervent words of a singular preacher. Every blow struck upon the ark was a witness to the people. So, Our life has to be what we believe and what we say. And this is the issue. Today, Christianity wants to say we are Christian, we want unity, but we want to lower the standard. That's the problem. We are Christian. We believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but the problem is... We want to lower the standard. We want to dress as how we used to dress. Too. We want to eat. We want to go to a place where we always want we used to go. And this is to lower the Christianity faith. Now, my question to you today: will God lower the standard for 21st generation or no? Do you think the standard which was then is today? Will God keep the same standard to whoever wants to come close to him? I believe the standard is the same, and that's why the cross stood on Calvary to show that the standard of the government of God will never change is the same. We are sinners, we have to strive through the grace of God to reach the standard. The standard will not, will not come down. We have to be uplifted by his grace to reach the standard. Amen. God will never change his standard. Which one is easy? For Jesus to die on the cross or for God to say, I change what I say? Which one? For Jesus to die on the cross was the hardest thing one. The Bible tells us that God gave everything so that we can be saved. So the standard is high. Sinners have to reach the standard. And that's why Jesus came and he took the shoes of Adam as a sinner to take him back where he was. Cheap religion. Cheap Christianity. Popularity in Christianity has nothing to do with the gospel of Christ. Many at first appeared to receive the warnings, yet they did not turn to God with true repentance. Justification by, or oh, sanctification by faith. Here, true repentance, they were not ready to be sanctified. Sanctification. Whereby I walk with God and God is correcting me a little after little. Is the continuation journey. You go through pain. You go through tough experiences. Through that, you develop a pure and holier character. You, you move from one step to the other. God is taking a sinner one stage after the other. Sometimes through pain. Sometimes through difficulties. Yet, if as long as a sinner is willingly, Jesus will never leave us alone. What a certain wants us to believe today, let me tell you this. This is a blatant lie. What a certain wants us to believe today is that by lowering the standard and live the way we are and loving ourselves one another with a false love because it's out of God's plan, we think we'll be saved. It will not happen. Salvation is a genuineness of a sinner to believe God, despite of how weak he is or she is. To move. Trusting that I'm nothing. But you can make me somebody. You can change me like your likeness. I'm not qualified. But you can qualify me. Not to lower the standard. Because that is the problem of 21st century. They were unwilling to renounce their sins. During the time that elapsed before the coming of the flood. Their faith was tested. And failed to endure the trial. Many, many times we say, God will shake this church. This church is going through, but before it goes through, shaking will come. Testing, something is coming. Overcome by the prevailing unbelief, they finally joined the former associations. Now today is worse. Because you don't have to join the formal association. You can just believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior and live the way you are. Is that correct? Is that with what I'm saying? How many churches you go today? I'm not condemning those people. Let me be honest with you. I'm not condemning nobody. Okay. I'm not fine. All we are sinners. How many churches today? They even put something outside there so people can smoke and put their cigarette and come in to worship. I'm not condemning them. How many do that? How many people today say, come as you are and live the way you are? It's Christianity. So today, you are, uh, our former association, you can be in the church and live the way you are who cares. By the way, today preachers have been told do not preach strong messages. Because you had people, and you don't be judgmental. I want to tell you, my brothers and sisters, if we don't accept our fallen condition, and accept how sinful we are, and accept that we need a savior, and that we are weak, but we can only be saved by total obedience through Jesus Christ, we'll be lost. Because the standard which was then is the same standard today. God needs total obedience. Believing in God and walk and talk according to what we say. Some were deeply convicted and would have heeded the words of one year, But there were so many to, to just ridicule that they partook of the same spirit. People call you all kind of names. Resisted the invitation of mercy. And you were soon among the boldest and most defiant scoffers. Do you hear that today? You hear somebody say, I was in the church. I met with somebody in Massachusetts. I was selling books. That was 2010. They told me I was in the church. Seven 78th, church for like 30 years. I said, what happened? He said, well, they are so judgmental. I came here. I, now I'm a Catholic. I look at him twice. He's an old man. I said, thank you, sir. I say, but I'll pray for you. We are here to be corrected, brothers and sisters. This journey is not easy. If Satan came himself to kill the messenger of the Lord because of the great controversy, Satan is ready to take anything to do, to give you money, to give you whatever he can, if you are willing to lose heaven. Satan, his issue is, why did God took me out of heaven and give Adam a chance to go back to heaven? So the problem which is here, Satan does not want any one of us to go to heaven. For none are so reckless and go so much light, uh, length in sin as those who have once had light but have resisted the convicting spirit Of God. Once we get in this movement, we have to move by faith, praying, moving forward. It was not multitude or majority that were on the side of right. The world was already against God's justice justice and his laws. Do you think that is today? Sin is being exalted, sin is being proved. And you have a whole bunch of Christianity who never studied the Bible. They are Christian, but they don't know what the Bible says. Everything they go to, ask the pastor. And what the pastor tells them, they take it. Today, the greatest problem we have in in our planet is to disregard God's requirement. And what is the, 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 the base of the great controversy? Why did Satan sin in? Why did Satan start a war in heaven? God's law hard; They cannot be kept. God's requirement is tough. We need freedom. It's the same voice you hear today. God's requirement are in jeopardy. And Noah was regarded as a fanatic. Satan, when tempted evil to dis- disobey God, said to her, you shall not sure die. Great men, worldly honored, and wise men repeated the same. This is what you will hear it in all, most of the Christianity. And I want to quote one old pastor, he deceased now, who, taught, who once he preached, and his name is C.D. Brooks. When you see the messages getting popularity, the world love it, Look twice to that message because that message is in unity with the priest of this world. It's not in harmony with God. As long as we are in this journey, as long as you show different in Christ, hatred, all kind of issues, ridicule will be upon you. And just say, be of good cheer, for I have come the world. The threatening of God they said are for the purpose of intimidating and it will never be verified. You need not be alarmed. Such an event as the destruction of the world by God who made it. And the punishment of the being he has created will never take place. Be at peace. You hear that today? You hear people say no one will come to persecute people. Because of the issue of Saturday and Sunday. this are Saturday they will be speaking. Of. I said, what do you say? I said, no one will happen. And even the beast you say, they are not, it's not even a strong church. People in the church are saying these things. Fear not. Noah is a wild fanatic. The world made merry of the folly of the deluded old man. Instead of humbling their heart before God, they continue their disobedience and wickedness the same as though God had not spoken to them through his servant. This is an issue today which is eating our planet. Because people are not willing to take the message, they try to make all kinds of excuses. You know, let me tell you something. If you are a teacher, You teach mathematics or chemistry or whatever. And there is a student that is getting D and F every day. But he trouble you every day with the questions. When you give exam, he come back to you every day. You know, I don't know this, but I I want you to help me. What will you do? You put all your energies to help that particular student. Do you think the weakest sinner today if we go to God as, as, as weak as how we are, troubling Him, praying every day of our weakness, don't you think God will put all His effort to change us in His likeness? Yeah. So what Satan is fighting, we shouldn't understand our condition and run into Jesus. Let us, you know, let them lower their, the standard of, uh, of religion and live in the heart and False Christian faith because finally they will be lost. God will never permit anyone who has defect in character. Satan knows they will be lost. So we should excuse the faith that you profess. But Noah stood like a rock. We need that kind of faith. Amid the tempest? Surrounded by popular contempt and ridicule. When you look at Noah, when you look at Jeremiah, when you look at all these old people who work with God, who were who were who were given a message to rebuke, they went through the same situation. He distinguished himself by his whole integrity and unwavering faithfulness, a power attending his words. For it was the voice of God to man through his servant. Connection with God made him strong in strength of indefinite power. While for 120 years his solemn voice fell upon the ears of that generation in regard to events which so far as human wisdom could, could judge were impossible. So Noah Believed God. We have five more minutes. And we will stop somewhere. I want to quote you this book, The Faith I Live, by page 90. When we speak of faith, there is a distinction that should be borne in mind. There is a kind of belief that is whole distinct from faith. The existence and the power of God, the truth of his word, a fact that even Satan and his host can, can, uh, cannot, at, cannot at heart deny. The Bible says that the, the devil also believes and trembles. But this is not faith. Now do you see that? It's not faith. It's the dead, decomposed, finished, is not faith. Where there is. Not only belief in God's word. But a submission. Of the will to him. Where the heart is yielded. To him. The affection fixed upon him. There is faith. Faith that works by love. And purifies the soul. Amen. That is what? That is faith. Faith that a sinner is not complaining. He moves despite of weakness and trusting that God is in control. Through this journey, there is a storm, there is calamities, but I will make through. Because the one who holds me is not myself, but Jesus holds me. He said, I'll be with you. I will not leave you. I will never forsake you. This is the kind of faith that we need today. Faith that believes. God and move according to God's will, despite of all what people say. Through this faith, the heart is renewed in the image of God. And the heart that is, it is unrenewed state, is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can it be, now delight in its holy precept, exclaim with the psalm, oh, how. Love I thy law. It is my meditation all day. Cleaning to God's requirement. That is the issue. You see, the problem in heaven was the requirement of God. That is the problem even today. Christianity is willing to call itself Christianity but is unwillingly to submit the will To surrender our will to God's requirement. And Satan is happy when he sees preachers, Christianity, call themselves Christian and stand up and take away one precept after the other. That is what Satan wants. Disregard one precept and think we are fine. Try to compromise. I'm not... I'm still a Christian. But who are you to judge me? You know, I always ask you a question. If you are my friend, and you say, you know, I love you so much. okay, And you know, if I go this way, somebody will kill me over there. Oh, you know, Eskia is using... Marujuan, let's say that. Okay. But you know, if this guy is going this way. Finally, this thing will destroy him. He's not even to go to jail, but his health will be, you know. If you come and tell me, don't you think that is the genuine love? You say, Eskia, you know I know, I know, I know you don't know, but if you continue to use this thing, Anything will mess up your mind. You know, you will start, one day you will walk naked outside. Don't you think that is a genuine faith? Genuine faith, it takes somebody to come and help somebody over a serious problem. If you love me and you see I'm going in a wrong direction and you don't tell me because you love me, you are wrong, friend. Genuine faith, if you love somebody, if we love Jesus, we'll warn people about what is, is, is coming. How much more do we cry before, uh, beside somebody who, who, who we lost? What about the judgment? Whereby we will stand one side, see people that we'll never meet again forever and ever. This is eternity, brothers and sisters. You don't come to tell me. You don't warn me. You leave me because I love him. I don't want to hurt him. Now, you don't want to hurt me, but you want me to go to perish forever and ever. Which one is good? If you warn the people. And if you tell them of their sins. In love. But you have to mention sin by its name. Then, you are a true disciple of Jesus. Because what did Jesus say? He said, I have come, I have saved. And because you say, you see. But you don't want to take to action what you have heard. Then your sin stayed forever. Your sin remaining. You know, there are people outside there who don't know what we know. They don't know they only have a small light which they have in all the churches all the all the churches everywhere i believe god has people everywhere in every street you walk god has children but they have to receive the warning jesus is speaking to us today to believe him And put our lives to action. We don't have to excuse our problems. We have problems. We are sinners. But when we excuse our problem, then there is no remedy for it. And what is in the great controversy is Satan trying to make sinners... At peace, to think we're fine, we're okay. Because he don't want us to worry about our lives. I'm talking about the life that is coming. That is the problem. We'll stop here today. Next time I'll finish this chapter. Because we want to see about Abraham. People who believed in God and they walk. They walk with despite of their, their weaknesses, they believed in God and they walk. Through faith. This is the kind of faith which is needed today. And may God bless you. As we depart from this sanctuary today. In just name, Amen.